to Be Ye Transformed 365 with me, your host, Keisha Robinson, the show that uplifts, equips, and pray our listeners into healing, growth, and transformation. Tune in with us for unmatched truth based on biblical principles, wisdom through revelation, and let's not forget that very expensive PhD degree from the University of Life. Amen. Amen. Let's get to it and talk on purpose. Monday morning choices, guys. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across the globe. Glory, hallelujah, good morning, and welcome to Monday Morning Choices. I'm so excited to be back with you guys, episode two of season six, and I'm so excited about what dad is doing. So I pray everybody has had an amazing weekend thus far. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Amen, somebody, whether you are single in a relationship or in a marriage, please, please, please make sure that you take the time, not just because it's Valentine's Day, but because you recognize the value and you have appreciation for those that God has placed in your life and you want to just show them an expression of your gratitude and appreciation for them. Amen, somebody. So we got to learn to love on people. Amen. Give them their flowers while they are here. Amen. 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 So if you have not heard it today, thus far, 
I love you. And guess what? God loves you best and he loves you more. Amen, somebody. I'm so excited that you decided to tune in this morning to give God some ear time, some FaceTime. Amen. To prioritize your day, to prioritize your week. I pray that you're off to a great start, that you're exceedingly glad about the gift of the dawning of this new day, that you're ready to take every experience, every encounter by the horns and give it everything that you got, that it may honor and glorify God. Amen. Amen. So good morning, Abba. Good morning, Holy Spirit. You guys are welcome here. We welcome the peace of God this morning, the joy of God, the love of God, the hope of of God, the love of God, the power of God, a fresh anointing and vision on this morning, kingdom strategy. Good morning, good morning, good morning to our healing and our restoration. Good morning to our good health and long life glory. Hallelujah. Good morning to your healed heart. Sometimes we got to speak to those things that are not as though they were. Glory, hallelujah. See, we got to live this thing called life in faith, not by sight, in the name of Jesus. That is according to the word of the Lord. Amen, somebody. Glory, hallelujah. So good morning, wisdom. Yes, 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 yes. Good morning, new strength and kingdom strategies and tactics. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. Glory, hallelujah. So come on and declare and decree and affirm with me on this Monday morning choices. I want a heart that forgives. A heart full of love, one with compassion, just like my heavenly father's above. One that overcomes evil with goodness and love. Like it never happened. Like it never happened. See, only you know what your it is. Only you know what you're told with. Only you know what tries to keep you bound. Only you know what keeps you wrapped up in confusion. Only you know the matters of your heart that keeps you from living, that keeps you from going after, to keep you from tasting and see that the Lord is good on this side of heaven, to keep you from possessing everything that he he has declared and decreed has your name on it. Only you know what the it is. But you declare and you decree on today. Lord, you can have it. I've made up in my mind. I've made up in my spirit. I don't want it anymore. Lord, you can have it now. Only you know what your it is. Because see, you got to understand you were truly indeed made to bend. You were truly indeed, indeed built to break so that you could bounce back, come forth, even with more purpose and more power and more love. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. It's a heart thing. But God is at the center of every matter. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to get free today. Yes, we are in the name of Jesus. We are in chapter 23. We are standing under an open heaven where God has granted access in many areas of our lives. And we refuse to give place or space to the enemy in any way, shape or form. He cannot have our mind. And guess what, guys? He cannot. He cannot have our hearts either. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. So let's move forward with our daily confession as always. We stand upon Psalms 19 and 14. 
So spirit of the living God, fall afresh on this Monday morning choices. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, may it all be pleasing in the sight of the Lord. He is my rock and my redeemer. May these words, Lord God, your words, may they feed the hearts and the minds and the spirit, Lord God, of every listener, Lord God. May it give them the courage and the boldness, Lord God, that they need to move forward according to your original plan and purpose that you have declared and ordained for their lives. May it all honor you, Lord God, glorify you, Lord God, and bring you glory in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that as we continue to move forward in the things of you, to worship you in spirit and truth, Lord God. I understand this morning is my assignment, but these are your sons and your daughters, your most precious prized possession, Lord God. I humble myself and I sit at your feet. I decrease and I make room for you, Lord God, to fill this earthen vessel, Lord God, to take full control, Lord God, of this mind, full control, Lord God, of this mouth, full control, Lord God, of this body, to have free range, to have your own being. So Father God, as you lead, I shall follow. And it is in the precious name of Jesus, I declare and I decree as we continue to move forward in the things of you, Lord God, in a spirit of obedience, you will continue to breathe upon this growing community, Lord God. You will continue to do what only you can do, Lord God. You will continue to move and to manifest, Lord God, to have uh, miracles exhibited, Lord God, in and throughout the lives of your sons and your daughters, Lord God, in the precious name of Jesus, in every moment and in every matter, in every moment and in every matter, you shall be lifted up. You shall be magnified. All shall know, all shall see that the things in which they are witnessing has only been done by the mighty, matchless, powerful hands of you yourself, Jesus Christ. I believe it, I declare it, I decree it, I call it done and I receive it as such. In the mighty, precious name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Listen, guys, listen, guys. I have a word that I want to share with you guys on this morning. Amen. But before we continue on in today's message, we are going to take a quick, brief break. And I want you to be ministered to by Mr. Kevin LaVar. And that worship is titled, A Heart That Forgives. And we'll be right back with today's message. One that overcomes evil 
妈妈妈妈妈妈妈。Is that your declaration? Is that a profession of your faith on this morning? I want a heart that forgives, a heart that's full of love, one with compassion, just like yours above. One that overcomes evil with goodness and love, like it never happened. Never holding a grudge. I, I want a heart that forgives, that lives and let lives. My God, in the name of Jesus, one that keeps loving over and over and over again. One that's not easily offended by men. Glory, hallelujah. Is that your profession of faith? Because it's God's word that's hidden within. It's the word of God that's etched upon the tablet of your heart. Is that your profession of faith? That you want a heart that loves without price. Just like the love that Jesus Christ has for you and I. A heart that loves not only the ones that love you, but loves everybody, even your enemies. A heart that that one loves like Jesus loved. A heart that loves even the ones closest to us. When they hurt us, when they let us down. That deep hurt. We still want to love them just as Jesus has loved us. When the pain is so deep. When you can't articulate the words, when you can't find the words, you still want a heart that loves. A heart that's totally free from the pain of past. A, a heart that has learned to let go and say, Lord, you can you can have it now. I don't know where to start and I don't know quite how to move forward. I, I don't know exactly what it's going to require or what it's going to take, but Lord, you can have it now. I let it go. I, I, I let it go. Every single person that has ever hurt me, I let it go. I, I, I let it go. Every single hurt, every single pain, Lord, I, I let it go because I want a heart that forgives. Whew, my God, my God, my God, in the name of Jesus. That song has ministered deeply to my spirit, to my mind, to my soul. And many years past, at some of the most difficult times in my life of me doing my own personal soul work. Glory be to God. God is faithful. I am evidence in the earth that God is faithful. See, the heart of every matter is a matter of the heart. Whatever direction that your life is currently flowing in can be can be traced back to a matter of the heart. Good, bad, right, wrong, or indifferent. See, the heart of every matter, it impacts and influences 
every matter of our heart, everything that concerneth us. See, heart matters. It shapes our attitudes, our thoughts, our choices, our behaviors. It can even predetermine the direction that we take. It, it can alter how we show up, where we show up, why we show up. See, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 it tells us above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Pay attention to the first three words, above all else, above the hurt, above the pain, above the betrayal, above the, the bill, above what seems like not enough. Whatever, you fill it in, only you know what your it is. And the book of wisdom is telling us, and I'm here to encourage you on this Monday morning choices, that no matter the circumstance or the situation, no matter the matter of the heart, no matter the impact or the influence that it's trying to have over your life, I want you to let God be the center of it all. And above all else, guard your heart. See, last week God had us focus on our mind. He had us taking a stance against the spirit of confusion and any other spirit to try to disguise itself, to cause us to be hindered, delayed, or frustrated in any way, shape, or form as it relates to the things in which God is trying to get done and accomplish in and through our lives. Think it not strange that the foundational principle as it relates to the mind is to be ye transformed, changed, renewed. And when it speaks of the heart, the matters of the heart, it says guard it. To guard something means to protect it. It means to steward it well. It means to tend to it and to nurture it, to make sure that it has everything that it needs to fully function and operate as it should. For from it flows the issues of life. It is the wellspring of life. And I want to talk to you all today about the importance of having a heart of integrity and all the what that encompasses. What does that really mean and what does that look like? How do I obtain it? How do I achieve it? How do I, I, I maintain it over, over time? Because see, when you think about a heart of integrity, integrity, that word, you immediately, your mind immediately think of honesty and transparency and authentic. It also, you know, leads you down the direction of, uh, of a person that has moral standards or, or moral principles in which they lead and live their lives. But a deeper understanding of that word integrity means to keep intact. It means that it is whole in every way. It means it's undivided. God desires for us to have a heart that is whole and undivided. One that is honest and truth, transparent, authentic, 
filled with the Holy Spirit and moral, godly, biblical principle. He wants it whole and intact. And there are four biblical practical uh, standards that I want to give you that will help you to be able to achieve this. First, your heart must be surrendered. Not surrendered to ourselves or to other, but totally surrendered to God completely. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing unto God. This is our reasonable service. This is an act of worship, spiritual worship. In honor and reverence of the ultimate price that has been paid for you and I. holy and pleasing unto God. God, how can I be of service to you? God, how do you desire to use me in this day? How do you desire to move through me today? What is it that you desire and to get done through me in this day? A heart of integrity is a heart that's completely surrendered to God. It's also a heart that is sensitive to the spirit. According to Galatians 5 and 25, since we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. We cannot live and lead our lives by sight. We are a spirit being. And since we are commanded to live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. We've got to learn to keep our hearts soft and responsive in order to be led by the Holy Spirit. See, there is an art to learning how to be strong and yet vulnerable all at the same time. We have to grow up in some things and yes, develop tough skin, but keep a tender heart. This is how bystanders come to know who we are and whose we are, who we belong to. It's in how we love, how we love ourselves, how we treat and steward this body, this temple, how we love one another. They will know you are my sons and my daughters by how you love them. A heart of integrity, a heart that's whole and undivided must be courageous. There are going to be some things that God is commanding you to repeat that, that you've heard him say. There are going to be some things that is God is commanding you to repeat that you have seen him do. And all are not going to welcome you. All are not going to be, uh, uh, I cannot say that word. Um, all are not going to be willing to accept the word or the message from you. But just like Peter and John, you're going to have to say it anyway. And we don't have any other excuses. According to Acts chapter 4 verse 13, when they were talking about Peter and John, you have to study that text for yourself. But they're out in a spirit of obedience, spreading the good news, the, the, the word of God, repeating, echoing what they had already seen and witnessed their father do. 
and the Jewish rulers who do not believe. They're trying to instill fear. They're trying to rough them up. They're trying to get them to shut their mouth and shut it down. And the more they looked at Peter and John, the more they listened to Peter, Peter and John, they come to realize they perceived that one, they were unschooled two they were ordinary men. And then they were surprised. How in the world are they able to do this? They perceived that they must have must have been with Jesus in the presence of Jesus. You guys have heard me say time and time and time and time again, when you've truly pressed your way into the presence of the Lord, how you come out is completely different. You don't have to say a word. People looking upon you. People listening to your speech and your sound, they can tell that you've been with Jesus. They thought that they were unschooled and uneducated, just ordinary men. How could they have such an influence? How could they have such a major impact? And the answer was, it was because only because they had been with Jesus. See, when the opposition came up against Peter and John and demanded, they shut their mouths. Peter and John replied, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more so than God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. My God, in the name of Jesus. That is so important. Why? Because see, you don't have time to keep trying to go back and forth, trying to convince people of this or convince people of that. It's up to them to judge. You've got to settle it in your spirit. For God I live and for God I die. If God has commanded thee, I must go swiftly move in a spirit of obedience. To repeat what I have seen and what I have heard. Peter and John settled that in their spirit. And he left that up to the Jewish rulers to decide which they thought was right. But in their eyes, it's better for me to obey what it is that my heavenly father is calling and commanding me to do than to be persuaded by man. My God, in the name of Jesus, they were prompted to go forth by the Holy Spirit. And if that wasn't enough to put fire under their behinds, they were commanded by Jesus himself to do so. You shall be a witness. You shall be a witness in the earth. You have to be courageous in your heart. All will not receive from you. All will not welcome you. And the fourth principle I want to give you is a heart of integrity must be spirit filled. It was Jesus himself that stood and declared, 
if anyone is thirsty, let him come in and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. That is coming from John chapter 7 verses 37 and 38. In other words, the spirit shall freely flow in you, through you, from you. That will absolutely be nothing, no good thing whatsoever that God will ever withhold from you regardless of the heart of any matter. See, the highest degree of our faith is in our preparation based on what we have heard the Lord speak, based on what it is that we have heard the, the Lord say, based on what it is we have seen the Lord do in the name of Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. How are you going to respond? How are you going to respond? Think about it. Get clear about it. God is well able. He's never laid his hand, it's not short. And if you've forgotten, if you're doubting, the blood still works. The new thing is already done. Your destiny. The path, the plan, and every step, every 365 days of every year that God gives to you and I has been accounted for. It's one thing for sure. Offenses, they will come. Settle that now. But living in offense, walking in offense, living offended, it is a choice. And on this Monday morning choices, I am here to encourage you to walk into this year of granted access by faith and in step with the Holy Spirit on purpose. Every command from God is meant to stretch us, is meant to create and increase capacity. And our obedience positions us for promotion just as our faithfulness sets us up to produce more favor with God and man. Why? I'm glad you asked. Because we are being proven in the testing. See, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 7 through 10 are coming from the Amplified. It says, but we have this, but we have this. What is it that we have? A precious treasure. What is the precious treasure? The good news about salvation. Where is it hidden? It's hidden in unworthy earthen vessels of human frailty. It's hidden within you and I. 
Why is it hidden within you and I? It's hidden within you and I so that the grandeur and the surpassing greatness of the power will be shown from God. His sufficiency. Not from we ourselves. So though you may be pressed in every way, heads in, I come to tell you, you're not crushed. Though you may feel as though you're perplexed. See, we was praying against the, 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 the we're praying for the deliverance of the mind on last week. I come to assure you on this morning, there is a way out. You will not be driven to despair. Though you may feel as though you're being hunted down and persecuted, you are not deserted. You are never alone. Though you may feel as though you're being struck down, you shall never be destroyed. Why? Because we are always carrying around in this body the dying of Jesus so that the resurrection of his life will be, may be glorified, shown, revealed in and through us. Who or what can separate you from the love of Jesus Christ? What matter of the heart can permanently overwhelm you forever? Not a single one. Yes, our lows and our highs are connected. No matter how low you get or feel, God is still well able. See, how you bounce back have everything to do with our relationship with God, the depths of our faith in God. We've got to learn to respond in great faith, not foolishness. God has a way to make every enemy your footstool. God has a rebound waiting just for you. When will you learn to lose graciously? When will you learn to use every loss as an opportunity to position yourself for what's greater? See, remember God spoke into the darkness. He spoke and it was. He spoke, let there be light and it was. Every dark season that you find yourself in, you are the light that's meant to be birthed from it, to rise above it. To shine in the midst of it. Don't spend any more time in darkness. Don't spend any more time in grief. Above all else. Light always, always dispels darkness. God will help you regulate the pressures of life. When you let your, your, your light so shine. He'll regulate it. He'll recalibrate it. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what it seems. I, doesn't, I don't care what it appears to be. I don't care what it feels like. You are not crushed. You are not confused. You are not abandoned. You are not bound. You are not oppressed. For we always carry around in this body the death of Jesus Christ. So that the life of Jesus Christ, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the same power, that same resurrecting power may be revealed in you and I. Choose this day whom you're going to serve. Choose 
to have hope in every situation and circumstance. Choose to give praise. Choose to give thanksgiving. Choose to call those things that are not as though they were. In times of trouble, choose hope. Hope causes us to hold on even when all hell is breaking loose. So never surrender your hope. Surrender your heart. Surrender your will. And when you look back, let it only be but for a moment to reflect on the goodness of the Lord, to give him thanks and to glorify his name for what he's already done. Build your hope on nothing less than Jesus Christ. See, the matters of the heart may be trying to accuse you, may be trying to weigh you down, but you're not forsaken. You're not crushed. You're not driven to despair. You're not deserted and you shall never be destroyed. God is with you. Bounce back with more purpose. Bounce back with more power. Bounce back with more love. Bounce back and overcome every matter of the heart. More determined to love as he loves. One move, one move is all it takes to set it off. One move is all it takes to set it in motion. You were made for this. You were made for this. You were built to bend. You were built to break. So you could bounce back with purpose and power to glorify and to honor the Lord. Above all else, let us guard our hearts, for from it flows the issues of life, for it is the wellspring. Above all else, Lord, our flesh and our heart may fail, but it is you, Lord God, that is the source of our strength of our hearts and our portion forever. We declare, we decree, we receive it, and we call it done by faith in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus. The heart of the matter is, is, a matter of the heart. But Lord, on this day, we declare and we decree, we want a heart that forgives, a heart that's filled with love, one with compassion, one that overcomes evil with goodness, never holding a grudge, but one that keeps loving over and over and over again. 
Lord, we thank you this day for a heart of integrity. One that's whole and undivided. One that's honest, filled with love and more principles. One that is totally surrendered unto you. One that is sensitive to the Holy Spirit. One that is bold and courageous. One that is spirit-filled and Holy Spirit-led. Amen, amen, amen. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. Please take the time in this day throughout this week to still away with your Bible, with your notepad, your journal, and your pen. Still away and allow God to continue this conversation with you. And as always, it is an honor and a privilege every time I have the opportunity to serve you in this capacity. Thank you so much for taking the time to join in this morning in faith and on purpose. Until next time, bye-bye.